Right, today I'm catching up with um, Shane Ross from um, Buckinghamshire, a very, very well-known uh, rider in the ring and producer. Thank you for joining me today, Jane. A pleasure. Long so long how, long. how have you been um, managing in this very strange current situation? Because I could probably, you, did you get to a show before we shut down or did you have a lot of horses in ready to go? Um, we had a lot of horses in, uh, ready to go. The young ones were up and running and, and sort of like tuned and everything. Um, and the older horses had come back in a few weeks later than normal, in point of fact, because there was a change of judge for our first show. Um, All right. and we couldn't have gone anyway with probably 60% of the horses. Um, oh so funnily enough, we had decided not to, to um, head for that show, which was a Kiso show, which was normally our first port of call for the, for the season. Um, hmm. But it didn't work out with the change of judge and things. And so we thought, well, we'll just wait um, until the end of, it was nearly the end of March, I think we were due to go out um, hmm. and, and get them all out at the same time. And then suddenly, bang, <laughs> it did all sort of slightly... It all finished. Mm, absolutely. So, no. so did, what, did you have any new ones in for the season? Anything, you know, exciting yes, yes. to look for? We, we had um, we had a lovely novice cob um, who was was green but but getting there and um, his target was um, to, to get to Royal Windsor for his loveliness. Mm. But um, he was on target. Um, but um, it's not the end of the world with the youngsters. I think it just gives them a little bit more time. But one or two of them are beginning to get a bit itchy feet and, and would like a, a party to go to at some point, as would the noise. But um, no, so we have a, a nice novice cob, um, a nice novice riding horse um, for somebody else to mm-hmm. ride themselves, um, a new one in this season, and um, a nice young novice hack. So, yeah, we had some... Uh, um, Actually, for the first time, a couple of four-year-olds, which I haven't had four-year-olds ready to go for a while, um, hunter-wise. All right. I haven't really sort of followed the four-year-old hunter uh, scene too much because there are so few four-year-old classes now. I think there's about three, isn't there, in the country, really? (laughs) It's difficult to place them. Um, And unless they're pretty mature in their brain, you know, they're not really ready to take on the other novice horses in an open novice class. Um, No, I'd agree. this year I happen to have a couple. Um, but anyway, there we go. It looks like they might be keeping their hooves up and, and getting ready for a five-year-old career as a novice at this rate. <laughs> well, I know. Cause I, my, my, my hunt has taken about two years to mature, and I thought, oh, he's ready for his novice season now. And um, But it's like, it's like oh, oh, no, it's no. another year off. So it'd be like, God, I, I find hopefully he'll be completely mature then by the time he comes out. <laughs> They do need to get out and about a little bit, don't they, to see the world, because you can only reproduce so much at home. Um, I know. Mm. You can't get any mates or anything around and, and go off to um, sort of, you know, an indoor school and have a play anywhere else. So you do feel quite secluded at times. But um, listen, it's the same for everybody, so um, we're all... It is. So what have you done with your young ones? Have you changed their routine? Have you, are they not in so much work, or have you changed their diet at all or anything? Yeah, we, we've just knocked everything off feed-wise um, a little bit because also now um, we're just keeping an eye on the grass as well because it's suddenly going to come through, particularly we had a couple of, of um, inches of rain, I think, last night and, and mm. this morning, and it's due to get warm again, and my horror is the laminitis scenario because I've never known over the last few years so many horses um, get laminitis. It used to be a pony thing in my early days, and you very rarely heard of a horse getting it, so um, we've been very aware of it um, 
and so we you know we're keeping an eye on everything. So yes, we have cut feed down a bit. We've mm. cut work down. Um, we are still able to hack, which is lovely. Um, oh great! That's been a great godsend for the younger ones. Um, so they're, they're ticking over more than anything else. They're doing a couple of days in the school, um, having a, a couple of days out in the field and, and mm. having a hack around and things, and generally just keeping them ticking over because one doesn't want to leave them alone completely in case suddenly it all starts up again. Um, but you well, know, it's yeah. a question of, of keeping them happy and, and learning without getting a little bit too bored of the school and things like that. So, um, Well, it is hard, isn't it? Do you, I see that Katie, um, Jeremy, is busy doing lots of pole exercises. Are you, do, are you, are you employing the same technique? Or? I don't, we, we try a little bit of anything and everything, um, you know, anything to, to make it a bit different for them. Um, yeah. we, we often pop things over little poles, and we're lucky we've got a lot of woods and things around here, so they, they do pop the up little fallen tree and things like that. Um, but, um, yeah, we've, we've had them out in the fields and the bigger fields having a ride around and things. And they mm. have, it's funny, actually, you know, you, you, you become a little bit complacent when you just had them in the school and, and sort of working with one or two others. And you get them out into a great big grassy field on their own <laughs> and you suddenly realise, oh, my God, maybe they're not quite as ready as I thought they were. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's just sometimes it's, it's there to catch you out a little bit. And I think sometimes you do fly by the city of your pants and you learn at a show um, what is and isn't quite going to work, but uh, this time around we are learning it at home. <laughs> so, um, well, I know because I went. Hopefully. When you go out on, take them out on grass for those first couple of couple of times, they're like, "Oh, this is quite good. I'm quite enjoying this under my feet." And you think, mm, I've "But I think when um, I was talking to Robert Walker the other day, and he was talking about with you know riding on the slope in the field, and but also I think if you go out in the field with a young horse and trying to introduce it to a double bridle." If they're that mm. bit more forward going, it does help them face that bit, I tend to find. Like, I put mine in a double and put him out in the, rode him out in the field, and he really went forward into it, and, and it was, it was better than when I tried him in the school, because he was more focused on everything else and really travelling up into that hand, and I found that quite beneficial to introduce, as a way of introducing him into his double by doing it in the field, really. And yeah, I needed yeah. some extra help in the field. A, a little loose ring snaffle doesn't quite cut it when they're spooked in the head. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, um, yeah, it's a, it's a good time to be just finding out a little bit more about them all. Um, and it is, I think it's lovely to get them out into the fields. And we've been lucky, haven't we? Because having had such a wet winter, it did dry up. Um, yeah, we it did. We were very lucky. We were able to get into the fields and get them rolled, carried and rolled and things just before it started to get too firm. Because... I don't know about you, but we suddenly went from being ridiculously wet to mm. getting quite firm. Um, it did, so, in about a week, I think. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> we were really lucky. We, we managed to get out there. I've got a fantastic quad bike, which does an awful lot of work for me, and um, I was shimmying around those fields like anything. And uh, we've got a good cover on one or two of the grass fields. So, yeah, we've, we've been able to do quite a bit of work out there on some good old turf, which is lovely. Um, mm. And it does, it, as you say, it makes a huge difference to their attitude to, to work and life and much more forward thinking and everything than, than they possibly yeah. be in school on a regular basis. But, um, and you can get yeah. back to the gallop a little bit with your hunters as well. <laughs> you get yeah, a bit more I, I, You know what, it never seems to be a problem for me and my hunters. I've obviously got that extra gear somewhere inbred in me from my father. <laughs> <motivated> <laughs> <days>. <laughs> Have you got that nice heavyweight still? 
Yes, yes, he was in. He's just never looked better. Um, he was up and ready to go and, and looking fantastic. Um, mm. But he's he's now on the back burner. He's actually he's gone out into the field again um, for a couple of weeks with his best mate, the lovely uh, lightweight horse, right. the Tempo horse. Um, they're mm. their best mates. Um, so they're out, but they're they're still being hacked out every now and then just to sort of keep ticking over, really. And yeah. Um, you know, you just don't want to let them down completely because we've put quite a lot of work and time and effort into them, um, you know, a few weeks ago. And it's kind of almost thinking, oh, what a waste of time if you just let them down completely again. So Yeah. Um, and yeah. with young horses as well, you know, they still need to mature. And even with the four-year-olds, the muscle development and everything, if you don't work them, they, you know, they don't get that bit further forward or, 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 or mature quite in the same way if you don't yeah. keep them doing something really. So, um, you're very lucky that you're, you know, you haven't, your owners haven't needed to, to, they've kept them with you as it were. Because so, I know some yeah. people have had, had owners not, you know, take them home or, or decide that they're not showing or something like that. So. Yes, yeah, it's a very difficult scenario, isn't it? It's a difficult decision to make and financially it's, it's, quite a big commitment um, mm. but, um we we kind of preempted what might happen anyway so i i did um, offer everybody a discount um for april um on the, the usual bill until we knew what was happening um and everybody mm. uh did decide well a majority decided to, to stick with us even though yeah. i get to knock them off proper work um the only two that have gone home are um audrey and daphne so that's the come of paradise riding horse and the colored horse because um, right. so they've gone back to who we call the daddies michael and tony uh because they've got a lovely stud and they're more than capable of producing them um yeah anyway themselves and, and they have said you know as soon as there's any news they'll just ship them straight back um mm. it seemed pointless i was just turning them away here and they know their job those two so they came <laughs> off ready to go <laughs> so um yeah they, they were the only two that went back everything else has stayed so We've, we've got sort of like 20 on the place, so there's more than enough to keep us busy, put it that way. 20 horses in? Oh, my God, mm-hmm. that is a lot, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. well, some of them are out at night and in during the day, and, and others are, are sort of the other way around, depending on what they're doing and things. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, but I'm lucky, you know, my, my, for most of my staff live in, um, so we've got a core, good core, three girls that live in on the place, so... All right, so have you all been isolating together? Uh, yes, yes. I'm not sure um, that they haven't pickled themselves from the inside out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have. I don't know about anybody else. Um, but uh, no, they've been very good and, and they've gone on really well and everybody's been having a nice time. And we have actually managed to do a fair few jobs that you keep thinking you'll put off until better weather. And you know, yeah. we have to get a lot done. So, um yeah, it's, it's good, but uh, we could do with a party now. We're all getting a bit bored now, I think. Well, yeah, you'll have to sort of, it's difficult, isn't it? As you say, getting horses um, used to working in groups and everything. If you've got several girls that you can ride together, then it, it does help, but it still doesn't, the atmosphere of going somewhere or going somewhere different, you just can't really create that at home, can you? No. <laughs> it's really hard. And there's only so many umbrellas you can put up and put down again, and, you know, so much noise you can make with, with a single radio. <laughs> so it is, it is, <laughs> Doing as much as you can, sensibly, um, and keeping everybody's spirits up and things. Because, you know, these girls, they're only young and they're, they're looking forward to the season and it's all just sort of fallen a bit flat for them. But hopefully yeah. we'll get something. 
So how have you been coping personally? Have you had to, um, with your shopping and, and, and stuff like that? And as you, as, um, have you had to alter your, your routine at all, as it were, or not? Yeah, really? well, I have to agree. I've been a little bit careful because Alan, my husband, um, you know, he, he's 81 and, um, is a little bit more susceptible to some of these things because he's on yeah. various, um, drugs for old injuries from the venting years ago and hunting falls. <laughs> so, um, Yes, I've been a little bit careful um, and haven't sort of been out and about anywhere other than basically up to the yard and back um, because I live two minutes away from the yard. Uh, so people have very kindly been picking up shopping and that sort of thing for us. And um, We've got a very good local supermarket which has been very good about keeping oh, good. stuff well and everything. And, um, and I'm a member of the Sunday Times Wine Club, so I'm getting my regular... <laughs> bouts of wine from them so I don't have to worry about that oh that's a good thing isn't it I hadn't thought yeah. of that because um, some of the people were really running out of wine or something I went oh right so but yeah that's if you belong to wine club I suppose they do delivery separately don't they you don't they have to go to the shop or anything completely and I've been a member for two or three years now um, and I get on very well with the one particular guy that I, I ring and he knows exactly what we're after when I chat to him about it so we've been working our way through the lovely pinks of Provence so what? Yeah, what's your favourite tipple then, uh, <laughs> wine-wise? Oh, I, I love a good rosé. I really love a good rosé. Oh, right. Yeah, very pale, very dry. That'll do me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So um, yeah, but Alan's a whiskey man, so um, we have to keep that well stocked <laughs> as well. <laughs> have you taken? So you doesn't? It doesn't sound as though you've had much spare time. So you haven't um found an interest in anything other than horses then. <laughs> No, do you know what? I've never, ever had the house cleaner because um, I'm normally, uh, I've got a very good girl that comes in and, and helps me keep on top of it all, but um, she's not been able to come down because they've been self-isolating. So uh, I've been doing all the housework as well and I've got into it really quite well. I, I never realised I was going to be quite as house proud as I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've done quite a lot of that, which is a surprise both for Alan and myself, I have to say. So you've, you've gone <laughs> into some children. of some of those corners <laughs> you've I gone have. into some of those corners that normally get left <laughs> I have and it's amazing you know what you find down the back of the sofa when you haven't moved it for a while I say what people have been doing they've been going through um you know I don't know like they have a lot of magazines or stuff like that and they've been going through a lot of um um you know people find stuff that they haven't looked at for ages you know memory lane yeah. really and they think oh my god so um yeah so I remember when my mother had about 30 years worth of horse and hounds once. God, that was quite funny. Oh, goodness. Well, <laughs> having moved only a couple of years ago, so we've only been in here 18 months, so we did do quite a lot of chucking out. Um, so uh. I kind of know what's round and about, but um, it's amazing what does collect over the matter of only a year. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and so, it's, uh, a lot of zooming on... on um, oh, you've got into the technology. <laughs> well, I've, I've been taught that, providing that they ring me um, and then, then they invite me to join their Zoom. Um, but of course, I've got one daughter that lives in America. Um, oh, right. So, you know, keeping in touch with her has, has been quite difficult at times. But so we Zoom um, two or three times a week and um, we can get us all together then, which is great. Yeah. Um, and is she okay over there? She, has she been affected greatly? Is she in New York or in, in one of the hotspots? In uh, Cleveland. Um, Ohio, but uh, she she feels a bit out on a limb, I think, at the moment. I think she feels quite a long way from the rest of the family. Um, mm. So, um, she, you know, we've had quite a few chats lately and things, but uh, they've had snow. They, they've had, like, four inches of snow the last two days. Oh, my God. Um, 
Yeah, so, so she's having a completely different scenario to us. But um, she was on tour um, down in Florida before mm. this all sort of came about. So they were out in the lovely sun. So she's had a touch of sun already. Um, but it'll, it, theirs will all clear up. Their weather clears up so quickly. So they'll get it all nice, as imagine, in the next few weeks. But, uh, yeah, so we've been able to catch up with everyone that little bit more. And a lot of the family that we don't talk to maybe as much as we should. Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's a bit bad, isn't it? I always yeah, think. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. oh, I, haven't, I should speak to you more often when I'm not so busy. But it doesn't sort of, it's just always time, isn't it? So in the season, would you have a favourite show? That you're going to miss this time round, as it were, because well, a lot of agriculture shows are cancelled, haven't they? Yeah, I, I'm a, I do love Windsor. Um, mm. Royal Windsor is, is something very special to me, and I think that's partly because it's one of the few real horse shows, as it were. Um, yeah. And it's always been local, so that's always been nice as well. Um, mm. So I will miss Windsor terribly, and the other one I absolutely adore is Great Yorkshire. Um, so that's that yes. to be missing that. Um, I know, I was due yeah. to go to Coloured there this year, so, um, oh, uh, yeah, which, which is amazing, so they're huge classes yeah. there, they're incredible. Oh, they are. I mean, just the whole show is lovely. It's, it's run so well by very knowledgeable people, and they look after you, and, um, mm. I don't know, it's just, it just has such a lovely, unique atmosphere to it, and I think it's one of the last really true big agricultural shows, and we, we stay, and so it's lovely to be able to walk around it and just enjoy it, really. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Bath and West is another one we'll miss. Um, you know, these, these lovely old-fashioned shows. They did reschedule later on in August, don't they? But it just completely depends what happens, doesn't it, really? Yeah, I think. Absolutely. And I think that it'll feel so different to be somewhere like that, you know, sort of in, in the middle of August. I mean, it's one of your sort of start-up shows, isn't it, almost? Yeah. Kind of you've got that series of shows and, and, and you know how far on your horse has to be for each particular class and ring and things. So it's mm. going to be a very different scenario altogether, but... I think we have to make the most of whatever we can and just hope yeah. that we get something. Yeah, so. yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, thank you very, very much. It's been really interesting to see to hear how you're getting on. And, um, and uh, yes, we'll, we'll hope that you keep your young horses entertained. I think that's up by the sound of it. Thank you for TV fun. in their stables. That'll be the next thing. <laughs> Because what we could do, we could put a TV up and say, look, this is a show. This is what happens to you when you go out. (laughs) And they'll look at you as if to say, don't be so ridiculous. I can't possibly do what we're aiming for. For young hunters, you could um, put put the video on of your heavyweight and say, this is what you're supposed to be aiming for in a couple of years, you know. (laughs) Well, we all live in that dream, I can tell you. Uh, I tell you, I think my I've got a hunting cob and he's so intelligent. I think if I did put a TV in there, he probably would absorb some of it. Oh, bless. <laughs> he's so uh, wise. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure that mine are anything quite as smart as that. But anyway, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll yeah, find out. Right, well, yeah, they're too intelligent. They don't often show well because they think about yeah, stuff. But, uh, I think, interestingly, and I think we've all got so many slightly different ways and 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 approaches. It'll be interesting to see when we all manage to get our horses out how far we are, and you know how different oh, yeah. they are to normal. Um, and, and if an extra couple of months at home has made a difference, or if they really did need one or two of those early starting shows, just to well, yeah, stuff season used to start so much later. Do you know what I mean? When years ago, we didn't used to start till May, really, did we? Well, Do you know what I mean? So, you know, Tatso used to be one of our first ones, didn't it? Early in the season, and then mm. we used to go on to Newark and Knox and things, and that was May. Mm. Um, I think that was May was really our first starting point yeah, at all. Yeah. So. 
God, I do remember years ago being at Stevenage show, which you always used to be on, um, I think, round about Easter Monday or something mm. like that. It always used to snow. And every year we used to say, no, we're not going to do it next year. We're not going to do it next year. <laughs> and we'd fall into the same trap every year and get back and think, oh, why? But there we go. There we are. But thank you very, very much indeed. Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, lovely to speak to you. And hope everyone stays well. And good luck to everybody. And uh, yep. let's hope we can.